Hello there, everyone. How are you doing? Hope you're having a fabulous day, whatever it is you're up to, whatever you're at right now, whether it's like exercising or like walking the dog or just pottering around the house and you've got your earphones in and you're listening. I hope you are having a freaking great day. Um, and thank you for listening. And thank you for joining in for a chat about solo traveling. Um, so recently, to begin, um, I recently just came back from Bali um, in Indonesia where I went on my own. And kind of on social media, a couple of people were like, oh my God, are you on your own? And oh my God, I couldn't do that. And, da, da, da. and then I kind of, a lot of people were just asking questions about it. And I put a poll, I was like, well, I can cover it in a podcast if you would like, God, I speak so fast, don't I? <laughs> what am I racing for? Um, I can cover it in a podcast if you would like. Like, this won't be long. I kind of was like, gosh, and I've spent the last kind of couple of, kind of week or two just like, hmm, like, why do I solo travel? What are, do I, how do I feel about it? What advice would I give about it? Kind of trying to get my head around it. And it's something kind of, I suppose I don't really think about it too much. And um, personally, like, why do I do it? Because I suppose, like, you know, I'm 37, I'm single, I'm, a lot of my friends are settled down, they have partners and stuff like that, and they kind of, I don't really have people to go with, and if I want to go on trips, I kind of just go, because it's either that or not go, um, and, and another part of it will come from the fact that, kind of, I was raised, I was raised with two brothers, and I come from a family with like of loads of boys there are some girls but there's loads of boys who are always thrown in together treated we're all very close and treated exactly the same and it wasn't until I was about 16 17 kind of the rules started to change and suddenly well it's your female you can't do this and you can't do that and you have to be more careful about this and more careful about that and you know your strengths and what you're capable of and things like this physically capable of um but I suppose me being me I have kind of a bit of a rebellious streak in that way in that if you tell me I can't do something you know and I look at it and I go well hold on a second I can do anything my brothers can do and I can you know it's up to me if I want to do something like I wouldn't put my gender as a reason why I can't do things but unfortunately in this day and age and in the world we live in it is a factor and that must be considered so yeah, I kind of, it's solo traveling, why do I do it? Really, I do it because if I really want to go somewhere, I don't like the fact that I'm going on my own or, you know, that I'm a female or for whatever millions of reasons people don't go. I don't really see those as a barrier. And I suppose, like, if you listen to my TEDx, I'm very much about, like, you only get one life. It's really important that you're happy. You do things that you love. You do things that fulfill you. And I really like to go on trips and I really like to be adventurous and go and discover new places and see things and go to conferences and and, and just kind of, there's a great empowerment in facing something that other people would be afraid to do, I feel as well. And I feel quite like, I get a kick out of that and I get a kind of like, huh, you know, I'm doing something other people are afraid to do and it's kind of, that's the kind of person I am. Um, and I don't really think too much about things. Um, but probably the first time I ever went away on my own, I'm sure, like I did, I went to France for when I was 16 on my own to a homestay and that was fairly horrendous. <laughs> it was awful. But I just got through it and I did it and God, anyway, that was terrible. But you know, I started school at 12, not knowing anyone, you know, like I just think done. I suppose as I've gone along, 
as a kid, I've done things that um, were stepping stones to doing things on my own and living outside of my comfort zone and doing things that kind of scare you and you overcome them. And sometimes, you know, they you shouldn't have done them or some whatever. Like it's down to experience, you know, sometimes you look back, like I'd look back on that French stay when I it was like it was for three months and yeah it was fairly awful um just I didn't it just was yeah I don't know like just was not good <laughs> but anyway um but yeah so yeah it's very much I have a mind over matter person about it and I'm like I can do this and it's just go and do it and my parents I suppose like my my dad travels an awful lot um my parent, my whole family travels an awful lot so jumping on a plane is really nothing to us um and it's just part and parcel um of life I suppose and doing what you do and what you need to do um um my mom worked in Aer Lingus uh, in her 20s so she has traveled the whole world and probably like back in the 70s in times and some countries you shouldn't have been going to and she's got some really kind of as I'm getting older, the stories get a little bit more like, holy cow, what are we doing there, you know? Um, but yeah, she kind of just places where like they were in very dangerous situations of like potentially being kidnapped and put in the white slave trade and things like that. And she was like this blonde, gorgeous little thing. Um, so yeah, yeah. But then coming from that, when you grow up with these stories and hearing that, because it was all very much... Uh, a great wonderful adventure when I was a kid that she'd done these things but now and she looks back and she's like oh my goodness like <laughs> but um yeah and yeah I don't know but anyway so yeah I've done all these trips but um I probably first really went on holiday on my own um back it was 10 years ago this summer when I with work if you listen to the first episode and I talk about my career I was sent to Australia to work with Nintendo so I worked for a marketing like marketing um field marketing agency and they sent someone from the UK so I was on the UK team they sent me out to Australia to teach the Australians so Japan Mr Nintendo loved what we were doing in the UK and he sent he wanted us to replicate that go and teach the Australian team, Nintendo team, how to replicate that. So I was sent and it was absolutely deadly, but the project finished early and it had a really like, oh, the flight, I have the worst luck. Like I haven't been in a plane crash, but I pretty much had every disastrous airline related thing happen to me. But I suppose when you travel that much, like it just happens. Um, Pretty much rule of odds or whatever it is. Um, But... Yeah, so I'm in Australia and I'd been delayed so badly and it took days and days to get there and I arrived and I was just like, oh my God, I'm never getting on a freaking airplane again. Um, so about three weeks in, it ended. I was supposed to be there for three months, but it just didn't work out and my boss pulled the plug. He was like, right, we're not doing this. This is ridiculous. So he pulled the plug and instead of me coming home, so I was like, do you want to go to Spain? We have a project there. I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, can I stay on the rest of the time and just I'll be home at the end of the, you know, the time when the project was supposed to be over. And he was like, okay, fine. And I was like, yay. So I sent all my stuff home. I bought a new bag, packed, like bought stuff, like, cause I, and I, off I went on my own. 
I suppose I was out there and sure look, be grand. Um, and I went to Bali, two weeks in Bali on my own, I had an absolute blast. I met so many amazing people and you kind of get adopted is the thing about traveling on your own. People will just adopt you. They'll just see you like whether it's your eating on your own like so if you're in a hostel and you're sitting there eating on your own or you're sitting on the beach on your own or people just come over like and I'm a chatty person so you can get chatting to the person beside you um and it's kind of that vibe around holidays people talk to each other around the pool or whatever it is and you just get adopted and I'd say a day later I had like these friends and I was just like hanging out and we're partying and we're having an awesome time and I had such a blast in Bali I think it's why I love it so much because it's that I've been three times now um and it's such a safe place to go like the whole there the the religion and the people they're very like it's all about being good to people and being grateful and thankful and they're just lovely like obviously there are undesirables like there are everywhere but Bali really is a lovely place to visit um, and I just love the culture. I fell in love with the island and I absolutely just loved it. And that's why, well, I went back for on my own in February for three months because tick the box of like, uh, I'm familiar with it. I know the lay of the land, I suppose, and I was traveling on my own. So I was kind of like, right, we'll go somewhere that, you know, um, we'll come on to that in a minute, actually. But yeah, so I done so that was I went from there. I went to back to Sydney. I had a friend in Sydney. I had a friend in New Zealand in Wellington, and I did the whole of Wellington. I went traveling, like did the whole of Wellington, and then I went to Fiji, and then I went to LA, and then I went to San Francisco, and then I went home. And I did all that on my own. I met some people along the way, like people I knew, but pretty much I was on my own, and it was so empowering, and I loved it. And if you'd said to me beforehand, like, would you go away on your own? I remember being like, absolutely not. I would never. Um, I don't think I would ever go. It's fun to be with people. And gosh, you're just so like, you know, safety, blah, blah, blah. But then when I was in the situation, I just did it. And it was so empowering and it was so fun. And I wasn't on my own. I was with so many people all the time. And, you know, you can do it. And that's the thing. I could just do it. And I got on and did it. I was there and I'd never, had never really been interested in going to Australia and doing the year there or anything like that. Like I love... um. I love kind of old things, like I love old countries and cultures and it's kind of just too new, I suppose, for me, Australia. And I never really had that much of a grow to go there. Grow is love in Irish, sorry, um, for those non-Irish people. Um, so, yeah, but I haven't been back since. Maybe I'll never go back, but I kind of just saw what I needed to see out there. But uh, I was in that area of the world and I thought maybe, you know what, let's have a go and look around while I'm here instead of just you know flying back home again um so yeah so that was kind of after that I was like okay I can do this and then I came back and I went to London to live I actually moved to London I knew one person in North London and I moved to South London and then I met a load of people and had the best time ever so it's just funny like I don't know I came back and I moved to London and then when I started my business I kind of was in a situation where I needed to go places uh, for work or you know just to conferences and things and you know I couldn't pay for someone on my team to go couldn't we couldn't afford it so I just go on my own um and one of those trips was I went to China on my own because when I started the business I was I had like suppliers like Chinese suppliers and I was doing loads of statement jewelry and I just 
wanted to go and see and make sure that I was happy, like that everything was above board and there was no nothing unacceptable going on. So I decided to go to China and I don't know if it was, it was, it's like September, October, November time. I think it was in September actually of 2014 or 2015. I'm not sure which year it was, but it was on those. And I went out and I suppose I'd been like, yeah, yeah, grand. And it wasn't until I arrived in the airport. I fl- So I went to Hong Kong and then I flew up into China, into mainland China. And I remember arriving in this massive airport and there weren't many people in it. And it was just old industrial it was kind of like something you would imagine in like Russia but not but in China and it was just smoggy and gray and it was I remember walking through the doors and standing out waiting so my supplier Maggie um was gonna she just she had agreed that she would like bring me around to all my other suppliers um but she was like my main supplier and she would bring me around to all my other suppliers and we would have like, you know, she'd bring me everywhere and I would see everything and see what was going on and packaging and everything. And I was just like, okay, cool. Um, but I remember walking out those doors and I was standing there and I was like, I am in China. My Google, Google Gmail doesn't work. Facebook doesn't work. Like I am completely off the grid and I can't speak the line. I just remembered this kind of thought of like oh my what have I done like I could literally disappear now when I get into this car and I'm done um yeah but I wasn't afraid I was more just like oh crap it's kind of like oh I was just like oh my god and holy cow like holy cow is this the end of me (laughs) um but then I don't know I just have a belief in humanity or something and I was just like everything's gonna be fine Nikki just freaking go with it so next thing this tinted pimped out Mercedes pulls up and out hops Maggie and she was so lovely and off I went with them um her husband came as well and off I went with them and the hotel was just so weird. It was it was such a culture shock and so different. And I was so off the grid. And it was like, they were just really nice and really looked after me. And they were, you know, they brought me to, um, like, you, you can't, it's really rude in China to, like, even though I would think, oh, my God, I wanted to pay for food. It was like, you know, that's actually really rude. I knew this. I'm um, going out. And it's like, you need to let them pay, let them they are hosting you so they insist on paying and it's very rude to you insist on paying for like food or something um and I brought her presents I brought her like Irish stuff like as a present um and I oh my goodness I remember like getting like did you get no I'll have the chicken yeah it's like chicken's feet in the bowl like oh my god it was just gas it was just mad and it was just like this is life like this is living like I've come somewhere just totally different and that's what life is all about like new experiences and it's just like this is mad and I think to then survive that and gone do you know what nothing happened to me everything was fine and I just have trust in the power of human beings that we're all actually really nice at the end um but maybe that's naive but you know what it's worked out for me this far so I'm grand um but it was so empowering just to do that and to go places and also something I was really wanted to do I wanted to go and make sure everything was above board so I did it and I went and I owned it and yeah it's mad and kind of 
I suppose now I go like I love going to New York and it's not always possible for someone to come with me and I'll always like make an excuse of like oh you know going on a work trip or I went to South by Southwest last year this time last year actually uh, last March and it was unbelievable I don't know if you know what South by Southwest is it's like this very cool um tech slash digital marketing slash um movie slash music festival summit event week it actually goes on for more than a week uh, in Austin and Austin's kind of like very cool and very hipster it's kind of like the original hipster apparently um but it was just like every movie star and every oh everyone who was anyone was at South by Southwest either speaking or on a panel or like you know like the head of marketing and tech for Adidas was talking about um how they eventually want to get to a point where they're just recycling using recycling plastic and that all the shoes are recyclable and recycled and just it was just it was just amazing and it was such an experience and the activations and like like Pinterest did this cool thing and like all the, every brand you can think of is there and they're doing something amazing and like I was in the same room with Ashton Kutcher and Matthew McConaughey and like Ashton Kutcher was just oh my god the loveliest nicest oh he was just oh my god like the loveliest guy Matthew McConaughey was, I don't know, they weren't friends, let's just say. Matthew McConaughey was really strange, very disappointed because, yeah, he was just did not want to be there. It was really weird. Um, and who else? Gosh, Lena Dunham, Sam Barry, the Irish editor Glamour. Like, she'd just been made the editor Glamour. And I was like, oh, my God, I saw her on the thing. I was like, oh, my God. And I was, like, mad to uh, to meet her. Um and I met Hilary Kerr. Oh, I love her. And she's podcasting now, Second Life Podcast. She's amazing. She was interviewing Rachel Zoe, who was just a mad, like, accessories crazy lady and just talking about her career and her outlook on life and just, like, just these incredible people from the top of the game. And it just was unbelievable. And then from there, I left and went on to L.A. on my own. I hadn't been in L.A. since 2009, actually. And I just wanted to go back. I have a friend that lived there. But I just was like, I wanted to go and be inspired and just mooch around L.A. And I stayed in the Beverly Hills Hotel, which was just such a bucket list thing. It was deadly. Like, oh, my God, if you're going to L.A., just do it. It's amazing. I think there's something like to treat yourself like that. It was just cool. Um, I found some new products and it was just really inspiring to go there and just to chill out and to see and be on the LA buzz because that's what my business, My Shining Armour is all about. It's about going and finding things and and curating them into this cool collection of stuff. And I found Corksicle on that trip. I found Fringe Studio on that trip. And I just... Yeah, it was just deadly and I really want to go back now. But, um, but and I went and I did that trip on my own. I went to South by Southwest on my own and I went on up to LA on my own. And like, when I, like when I think that someone mightn't go because they have to go on their own, I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like what, that's, I just, it's such, it's so enriching and empowering and I had such an amazing time to think if I had been afraid to go because I didn't want to go on my own, I would never have had that experience and it was so brilliant and I feel like, I feel sad, I feel sad for someone who would be like, oh my God, I couldn't do that because you actually can and you should 
and it's great and I, well which kind of leads me on then um to like it's funny actually um like to to I suppose how it feels and what's important and what my tips would be so my tips would be is to just go if you really want to do something don't let going on your own get in your way and I think like if you're if you're nervous about not having anyone to talk to it's funny when you're on your own like and if I go to any kind of networking events I often or think like work things I like to go on my own because I find if you go with someone you know you can often not talk to other people because you talk between yourselves um, and that's when I started my channel and I used to go to, to the, oh I still do, but I'd go to the image events. I'd go on my own because it would make me talk to other people. And that is how I know so many other women in business in Ireland. Because actually I've gone to these events and you just chat and you just go and do it. And, and I suppose, and then you also get to live by your own rules. Like when you go on your own, you get to just be like, I'm doing this, I'm going here, I want to see this, I want to see that. You don't kind of have to have, you don't have to compromise. <laughs> um, God, I'm like, God, I'm such a non-compromise. I know. You don't have to compromise and you don't have to do something you don't want to do. You get to maximize what you want to do on your trip. Um, And, you know, safety-wise, absolutely, you need to have your wits about you. You need to be you know careful um you need to kind of think things through I would always ask in a hotel okay what are the do's and don'ts like what's safe what's not safe can I you know can what time would you say don't be walking around at night you know that kind of stuff um like what parts like in Austin it was like fine to be in around where South by Southwest was going on but they were like don't be walking in this area at whatever like at any time really and they were like just don't it's just better off um so t- things like that and you know ask the questions have your wits about you don't be looking lost or don't be having a map out kind of confused you know like know where you're going when you're going somewhere do your research kind of be quite clear on what you're at um and have a great time and just ugh, you'll have a brilliant time like once you're there you're there you know it's the thinking is I suppose and the freaking out is before you go and you know what? Don't you don't you don't have any regrets then? I feel like I've no regrets. Um Yeah, but and and then kind of God, do you get lonely? Now when I was in Bali, so I've just come back from Bali, um I really wanted to get away. February's the quietest time in for online retail for in my for my business anyway. It is our quietest time of the year and it's just between seasons, it's people have just paid off paid their credit card bill at the end of January, like it's just dead and that's kind of the one time where I can go away and I was like I'm going in February I'm going for the month I was like I want to go sit in a beach I want to chill out I want to decompress I like worked my ass off for five years and it was time to just chill um and to just get the juices going and kind of I was feeling like my creativity I, I it was like an empty cup there was nothing left in it if you know what I mean so I yeah I decided to go and I you know like as I said at the start like I don't I'm single I do my own thing I kind of have my own schedule and there was nobody available to go with me I did have a friend who was going to India but the timing dates weren't really working um and also you know what I would have gone somewhere like India but I feel like because I was going on my own I wanted to go somewhere I'd been already so I'd been to Bali twice before I was familiar with it. I knew the lay of the land. 
and that's why I was kind of happy to go there for an extended period of time. I did sign on actually to do a tour though. So for nine days, I, and that's how I injured my foot. If you were following along my person, me personally, um, I actually, so I did a trip, so it was like a tour, so you kind of, it's all arranged, so it's all the kind of sites, and it was, I, I'd been to Bali, and I'd done different bits, and I'd done some of it before, but most of the things on this trip I hadn't done, I was like, yeah, and we went all over the island, and it was brilliant, and it's funny, it was mostly, there were twos, people in one, in twos, but there were a lot of, there was about five of us that were on our own, um, and you meet people, you have the chats, you get to kind of, you know, it was really good. Um, but then the rest of it, I was blind solo, doing my own thing. But I really just wanted to chill. It was funny, actually, in the hotel. So when I hurt my foot, um, I checked back into the nice hotel I'd stayed in when I first arrived. That wasn't my intention. But I couldn't get my foot wet and I couldn't get it dirty. And, like, it's Asia. So I had to be very careful. Um, So I checked back into the nice hotel and I was there for geez, nearly two weeks and they were just like, they were gas because they just couldn't really, the staff in the hotel, they were so amazing, but they were like, they were always like bringing me magazines at breakfast or bringing me the paper and like five of them in a row would bring the paper and I'd be like, okay, I'll take the paper. (laughs) Um, Even though I had the paper in my bloody bag, but anyway, it was so funny, but they were just like, would come over and start chatting. Like when you're traveling on your own, you're never really on your own. There's always someone who's like, hello there, how's it going? Um, But I did meet and you chat to people. Like there was another girl who was there for a couple of days um, who was, she had a great job actually. She, um, worked for American Express and was basically checking out the hotel to see if they were approved whatever I was like wow cool but she was lovely and I you know I'd have the chats with her I sat with her um sat out in the sun with her uh, a day and had drinks with her one night like you know people are lovely people just I don't know I think and she actually had never been away on her own and she was like I had a great chat with her and she was quite like yes and she was by the end of her trip I messaged her a couple of days ago actually and she just had 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 a blast and she was so empowered and she felt great and she felt so she'd just broken up with her boyfriend and she just felt great and she was just like yeah like I can do this and bless her like she was deadly anyway um so yes oh I'm sorry and just and then kind of loneliness so do you get lonely I have in the past you have your moments like I don't think this trip I was fine I didn't really mind I just after I'd hurt my foot I kind of freaked out a little bit that night but that was pure like this is you know I'd hurt my foot my plans are going to change I was supposed to climb the mountain I couldn't um had a little cry knew had a little cry go to bed, get up the next day and you're grand. I think that's the thing I've learned is that you can arrive somewhere, you can be jet lagged, you can just be like, oh my God, it's a strange place, it's a strange bed and you can just be like, oh my God, what have I done? And oh no, and I'm all on my own. And like I've all, I've definitely had my moments away where you just kind of like, sometimes you're like, God, you know, I'd love to go out to dinner with someone, you know, like especially when it's maybe a big city um, and... You just kind of would love someone, isn't it? Crap, I don't have someone to travel with. And you can have your moment. But I suppose the thing I've learned is that it's a moment and it doesn't last the whole time. Um, And I often find a good night's sleep and, you know, or a bath or something. And I'm right as rain the next day. But I would say, yeah, and I think that's normal. I think it's, you can get lonely. Like, you can get lonely anywhere, you know. But you can have your moments, yeah, and... Yeah, sometimes it'd be great to have someone 
to go with. But like, I just really feel like don't not go because you don't want to, you know, I think it's don't not go just because you're afraid to be on your own or that you think, you know, you think what anyone else would think. As Deering Gary says, or her dad says, nobody gives a <clears throat> what you like what you do no one is looking at you nobody cares people are too caught up in their own lives they really don't care you know and I don't care and it just who cares like really do you know so like I don't know I sometimes I think be yeah I've heard people say oh god no but you're not be mortified like people be like oh my god she's on her own she don't feel like a loser no I don't because no one's really thinking that people are too caught up in their own lives for sure um so there you go that is my thoughts on solo traveling if you have any questions do shout I hope I've covered it all I hope I've had that's all in my brain cells um I hope that I've helped you and I hope if you're cons- do you know what try it if you don't like it don't go on your own again there you go um but yeah so if you have any questions any thoughts hit me up um I'm at Nikki Hoyne on Instagram Twitter everywhere um or you can message the hero podcast uh, if if you yeah if you have any suggestions uh for future episodes or anything like that um i'd be happy to hear and yeah and as always i'd really appreciate it if you'd subscribe and then you get alerted when there's a new podcast episode um rate and review i would love it if you rated and review it's podcasting is so word of mouth and it's just that's how you kind of get out there and i'd really love it if you'd rate and review um and thank you so much thank you for listening hope you have a freaking awesome day whatever you're doing and yeah toodles chat to you next time